Welcome back to the Financial Zero to Hero podcast, a show dedicated to providing you with the knowledge you need to move your small business forward. This show provides you with the ability to understand the financial aspects of your business, as well as the lifestyle aspects so many of us ignore. Along the way, I will also explore the scary world of fraud and how it affects your life. And in between all the business stuff, I will jump into a lighter subject, what I call the sports that don't love you back. My name is Steve Hubland, and I am your host. So sit back and enjoy the broadcast as I start your journey from financial zero to a financial hero. Hello, everybody. Today's episode is titled How to Work Virtually. Now, currently at the time of this recording, it is April 7th, 2020. And if you're living through this time, you're, you're seeing the coronavirus come through the nation and having all sorts of lockdown and a lot of people having to work virtually. Uh, and for some people, this is kind of a, a stretch. And so what I want to do is do a quick episode on how to work virtually. I've been doing it for over a year now. And uh, as many of you know, I have a virtual CFO company. So uh, I've, I've already gone through a lot of the pitfalls um, setting up my company and, and working virtually. So I kind of wanted to go through that. Um, the main things that we're going to go through. There's one, the equipment. You know, that's kind of the, the easy one. But then scheduling time. You know, that's important, mapping out your week, learning to shut down at the end of the day, uh, and then setting up a day for all the admin stuff that you have to do for your business and just for you in general. So, so let's go ahead and, and jump in first thing, the equipment. Now, the easiest thing here is laptop or desktop. You need to have some sort of computer. It's kind of hard to work virtually without one. You can do uh, an iPad, um, but there's only so much you can do with an iPad Um from a productivity standpoint. So obviously you need to get a laptop, but you also need to get a backup. So one of the things that I've talked about in my uh, accounting classes that I have out there is consider going to um, a website. One of the websites that I I use is woot.com and on that website, and I don't get a kickback for it. So if you use them, great. If not, that's up to you. But they usually sell secondhand laptops or refurbished laptops. And you can usually get one, you know, depending on what kind you want, you know, for three, four hundred bucks. And the reason why you want a backup is times like this, uh, if you've gone onto websites to order a laptop, there's at least a month backlog to get one because everybody all of a sudden needs laptops. Well, if you're working virtually and your primary computer crashes, you need to have something to be able to supplement while that one is being worked on or having warranty items taken care of. So that's what I always tell people is get some sort of backup. You know, it doesn't have to be super fancy. It's just got to be something that will allow you to keep functioning um, to an extent until your primary back, you know, computer is back up and running. Um, monitors. Some people love to work just straight off of a laptop. Me, myself, I I prefer large screens, and so I have my setup is two screens. Um, My wife half-jokingly says, when are you going to get a third screen? Um, I probably won't because I don't have enough room on my desk for a third screen, but um, you need to consider getting some screens. And if you do that, then you need to get some sort of docking station for your laptop um, because, you know, it's kind of hard to have one laptop screen open and two monitors open. Uh, so I suggest getting a docking station. They're 30, 40 bucks, depending on what kind of computer you have. Then, of course, you're going to need a web camera um, because even though your laptop may come with a, 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 a camera, 
though not every camera is equal on all the laptops out there. You know, some laptops, I was actually surprised, actually don't even have cameras. So go down to Best Buy, get like a $30 you know, webcam, $30, $40, plugs into USB, works great. Uh, then the thing that um, some people uh, gave me grief for when I first started was I have a set of headphones with a microphone. And the reason is twofold. One, when I'm on a video call, I don't really necessarily want everybody in the house, you know, listening into the video call. So I have it going through a headset. But also two, a lot of times your microphone on the headset will block out uh, exterior noises to an extent and so it does have some filtering so if you're working virtually and you're currently in you know the lockdown mode and that means you probably have if you have kids you got kids at home and you probably don't want your kids screaming and running through the the uh, respective video call um, too much and so that does tend to block it out so that's just kind of my own little personal uh, tidbit you don't have to necessarily do that but i would recommend it and of course get a secure portal um, or secure server, you know, there's numbers of them out there. So consider, you know, getting a, a software service that'll have where you can host something securely. So, you know, it, the one I use um, allows me to um, uh, put files on, on, on their server and they're all encrypted. Um, I also have a, a server service that allows me to transmit uh, sensitive information to my clients securely. So that is something to consider is if you're going to set up your entire business from home, you need to have some way of keeping everything secure and safe because keep in mind with everybody now working virtually or a lot of people working virtually, there's going to be um, times for hacking that will go on, which kind of goes into the next one, video conferencing. Um, there's a lot of people that are brand new now to video conferencing. Um, I, I have to laugh at I, I've seen some video conferences where people don't quite understand that when they talk, they're overriding everybody when they're talking. And so <laughs> it, 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 there is some etiquette out there that um, seems to be lacking for some of the newbies with the video conferencing. But really what you want to make sure is if you're doing video conferences and you're, you're setting up a service, make sure it's secure. Because the last thing you want to do is have you know a video conference going and somebody hacks into it and posts an inappropriate picture right in the middle of your video conference. So um, that has happened um, in particular with the Zoom product. Um, the only reason why I say that is just because I happened to see an article on that in the Wall Street Journal with that. So um, the two main products out there currently are Zoom and GoToMeeting. Uh, I'm sure there's others with Facebook and Google and so on and so forth. But those are kind of the bigger two out there. Uh, and then also consider, you know, maybe hiring a virtual receptionist. Um, I currently have one and uh, it makes it easier for me to be able to function and go to meetings, um, phone calls and everything. When a client calls me, I'm not always able to immediately grab the, the call. So uh, consider a virtual receptionist. Um, also a virtual assistant. You know, if you've got a lot of administrative stuff that you do in your business, you know, a virtual assistant can do it just as well. Um, so consider also hiring uh, those individuals. Now, the second item when you're going to work virtually, schedule your time. So in other words, if you and your spouse are both working from home, and I've learned this firsthand, you need to be able to split your time because if you have kids, 
one person's going to help take care of the kids while the other one works. And so set up a set schedule, you know, whether it's, you know, you work in the mornings and your spouse works in the afternoons or vice versa, um, get a set schedule and stick to it. It is very easy for um, if you're the one who gets the mornings to just keep working, working, working past lunch, and then all of a sudden you're eating into their time or conversely, um, you know, they do the same view. So have a set schedule and stick to it. Um, also get up at the same time, you know, start your day at the same time as if you are going to a physical brick and mortar job. That is very important. So you can kind of stay on task and still get into that mentality of, you know, how you're, you're working, you know, doing your particular job or your business. Uh, next item, <laughs> avoid the trips to the kitchen. You know, if you're working virtually, you're probably working from your home and it is too easy to, you know, it's nine o'clock. Hey, I want a snack. Well, it's 10 o'clock. I want a snack to wander to your kitchen, whether, you know, wherever it's located in your house, try to avoid that. Um, if you do, you know, obviously, you know, get the munchies and need to eat something while you're working, um, you know, set it to, I will only eat healthy snacks, um, whether it's fruits and vegetables, um, raw nuts, what have you. Uh, it's just try to avoid that because that is very easy to do. And conversely, um, if you partake in adult beverages, definitely avoid those um, throughout the day. Uh, that's I've, I have seen people who start working virtually and then they started having a beverage at like 10 o'clock in the morning. It's like, well, you wouldn't do that in your normal job. So don't you know try to not do that um, virtually. And then set up recreational time. Now, by that, what I mean is think about how much time in your your office setting that you've wasted going to meetings. You know, how many, I mean, all of us have been to meetings where you sat through a one, two-hour meeting, and you, when you get done, you're honestly thinking, I could this could have been done in an email. I don't know if I needed to waste all that time going through this meeting to listen to everybody, you know, give their input to a minor decision type thing. So what by that, what I mean is, is go ahead and um, set up rec time that, you know, it's kind of like your meeting time, but it's, it's going to be for you. Um, kind of a funny story, you know, when I was, you know, working in the public accounting arena, I actually had a, a partner one day get mad and call a meeting for all the partners and managers in the office. And the meeting was, he was complaining about he had too many meetings on his calendar. And so literally he called a meeting to complain about meetings. <laughs> I kid you not. That could be like an episode of the office. Um, so, but, um, but think about those meetings you've done in your office, you know, your brick and mortar office, use that kind of as your rec time. And by the rec time, I mean, literally, you know, if you can do a walk, you know, if there's a, a park nearby or a trail, you know, something that you can do 10, 15, 20 minute walk, do that. Um, you know, set up time that, you know, if your kids are in school and you're not currently in the lockdown, you know, take time to pick up your kids. You know, if they get out of school at three o'clock, well, then use that time to kind of get away. You have to still get away from the work, even though you're working from home, you still have to mentally um, recharge yourself throughout the day. Um, and also, if you have kids, schedule time to spend time with them throughout the day as well. If they're home, you know, schedule some time, you know, whether it's, you know, from 10 to 1030, you know, you're going to hang out with them or what have you, you're still getting your work done. Um, if you think about it, 
within your workday, how much time are you truly productive? You know, I've seen studies that say, you know, three to four, four to five hours, you know, whatever it is. Most of us are really super productive for, you know, a short amount of time. And then the other part of the time, you know, if you're working the, the eight hour day, then, uh, you know, it's, um, you know, three hours is probably spent in meetings or admin or something like that. So, you know, keep that in mind when you're scheduling, you know, your break time around your work that, you know, you're still productive. Uh, it's just, it's a different kind of production and not what you're normally used to in the eight to 10 hour workday at a, a brick and mortar business. And think about mapping out your week. And this is important, especially virtually, is you need to map out your week and then your day. So I usually do it on a Monday. Some people I know like to map out their week on a Friday so that they're ready to go come Monday morning. But whatever it is, map it out. You know, say these are the things I have to accomplish. Um, and from there, then you break out, okay, of, of my weekly projects, these three items I need to get done on Monday, these two on Tuesday, so on and so forth. So if it takes a three hours to get through your Monday list, great. You know, But if you have that list, it helps you, one, feel accomplished and still keeps you moving forward. Because one pitfall you can run into working virtually is um, you, know, you get a little bit done and then you work a little bit more and then you get to the end of the day and you feel like you really didn't accomplish anything and then you know you feel like you need to go work some more because you really didn't get done that's if you have that list and you understand what you need to do i mean this really goes back to if you haven't read that book seven habits of highly effective people that is really what you're doing is you're setting what's called the big rocks so you're understanding these are the big things that need to get done. There's little stuff I have to do, but if I get them done, great. If not, as long as I get the big stuff done, that's the most important thing. Then the next thing, shut down at the end of the day. Now, unless you're waiting for a file, document, etc., you know, from a client or from a, a customer, what have you, don't check your computer. Okay, if you're not waiting for that stuff, get away. So when you're done with the day, you know, whether you're done at two o'clock in the afternoon, you're done four or six o'clock, you know, whenever you're done quote, with the day, stop, don't go back. Um, you know, get away from your computer. You know, you keep one computer for work and your phone and your other tablet, everything for entertainment purposes. And it'll help save you mentally because some of the, the big trap that um, you can fall into and can suck you into this is going back to your desk, going back to, you know, your office, you know, quote unquote, your, your at home office and working. And you just start, you, you start doing more and more work and you don't shut off, you know, and you don't recharge your brain, um, which is fine. You know, if, if you have a big, huge project that you have to get through, that's one thing. But if you're not, if you don't have that big project or the big item to take care of, shut down. Turn off your computer, turn off the monitors, push in the chair, you know, do a physical, do that. Um, if you have a separate room where that office is, close that door and then just don't go back in there. You know, I mean, even to check emails, I, and, and like I said, unless you have something critical you're waiting for, don't even check the email, you know. Life will keep going on the next day, so you can do that. And also, that's, again, why I suggest getting a, a virtual assistant is, 
or, or virtual receptionist is if there is something critical that comes up and somebody calls your number and it comes through, it'll come through um, from your um, virtual receptionist. And then you'll know, okay, uh, this sounds like it's critical. I need to talk to this person. Or, you know, you get the message and it sounds like, well, this can wait until tomorrow. So that helps you mentally shut down uh, and, and, and recharge, honestly, because, you know, you need to constantly recharge. And one thing, like I said, you're, you're going to notice when you're working virtually is you may feel like you're not doing a whole lot of work. But in reality, again, think about three to four, four to five hours is you're very efficient with that work. And you're just more efficient from that process. Now, at first, you probably won't be. If, you, if you're brand new to working virtually, you're probably not going to be that efficient at first. But you'll start figuring it out, and it'll start clicking uh, as you go through. And then set up a day for your admin stuff. Um, I, I personally call it my admin crap, but it's really the admin stuff that you have to do. Um, kind of a... Um, for me, I usually set up Fridays for all my admin stuff. Uh, usually, for me, the admin stuff is going to be, you know, either do billings or in my own internal accounting, um, because of a lot of my, my personal accounting for my business is automated, so I don't necessarily have to go through it um, every day um, for that. But you know, a lot of the that stuff I just do on Fridays. You know, get up in the morning come down to my, my office and start working on that stuff and just utilize Friday getting that done because you're constantly going to have that, you know, non in the back of your head that, oh, I got to get this done or I got to send this bill out or, you know, I've got to reconcile this item or, or I've got to input all these invoices. Well, if you set a separate day aside, it makes it so much easier. Otherwise, you're just going to get bombarded throughout the week and it's going to interfere with your efficiency on your, your normal day-to-day uh, -day businesses on there. So um, so that is kind of, in a nutshell, the working virtually. Um, the other thing that in a normal non-lockdown um, national emergency, um, what I would suggest is also going out and having contact um, with other business people in the community. Currently, all the restaurants where I'm at are closed because of the coronavirus. But historically, what I would do is schedule lunch meetings with various business professionals in the community so that then you still have contact with the business community even though you work virtually you still have you know a business lunch um, or you're part of a service club such as rotary or lions club or what have you um, keep doing that stuff um, like i said right now with the lockdown it, it's kind of hard to do that but i do suggest you you keep doing that as well because uh, again you still need to have that outside business contact even though you're working virtually and you're seeing people virtually still having that human to human uh contact is is is, is you know obviously important so so in summary make sure you've got the right equipment um uh, again People may give you grief if you, you buy a headphone with microphone, but trust me, it'll, it'll save some of your sanity you know, later down the road. Schedule your time, both when you're going to work, schedule your time with your, your kids if you have them, uh, with your pets if you have them. Um, don't go to the, you know, avoid the kitchen, you know, your, your kitchen, your house during the time you're working. Schedule time for walks, rec time, you know, what have you. You still need to recharge map out your week, you know, and then your day, you know, understand what you want to accomplish. 
the end of the day, shut down. You know, completely shut down your computer, your office, what have you. Uh, and then, like I said, personally, I say set up a, a day for your admin stuff. Um, that'll keep you sane. Trying to do all your admin stuff the you know, every single day can be overwhelming sometimes. So just set up a, a separate day. Like I said, I like Fridays because it's the end of the week. Um, but some people might want to do that all on Monday. It's completely up to you. So, um and that, um, ladies and gentlemen, concludes the virtual um, how to work virtually. And I thank you for your time. At the close of today's show, I'll remind you of my free Small Business Money Moves course. At HublinFinancialSecrets.com, I go over important concepts regarding how to make your business more efficient and ultimately have your business work for you. The topics I cover are how to make a profit without working harder. Remember, we all want to work smarter, not harder. Next subject is how to autopilot your business. There are items in your business that can be automated, and I go over some of them that kind of help spark that idea of what can you automate. And then finally, how to keep the money you make in your business. And we touch base on the cash reserves, budgeting, and expenses. Are they earning their rent in your business? These free courses can be found at HovlandFinancialSecrets.com. Again, that's H-O-V-L-A-N-D FinancialSecrets.com. Simply enter your email address, and you'll have access to the course and start sparking ideas in your business. Again, that website's HovlandFinancialSecrets.com. I thank you for your time, and I hope you have a great day.